This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. We thank you for your mighty presence here. We give you praise. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you for what you have said to do this morning. Can you just worship God in a minute? Just lift up your hands and give Him praise. There is only one name. There is only one name. There is only lift up your hands wherever you are. With power to say. With power to say.
confess every knee bows that Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. Stretch your right hand towards me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whatever represents affliction, whatever represents harassment of the devil, whatever hindrance, whatever manipulation of Satan going on in any life here of all these hands. That are straight towards me and those who are watching in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Satan I command you take your hands of God's people right now your harassment stops right now in the name of Jesus all afflictions are handed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I say to everybody by the Spirit, go forward. In the name of Jesus Christ. Advance forcefully. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is your day of fruitfulness, of increase, of deliverance, of lifting. In the name of Jesus. Spirits are giving way. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Something like heat is coming upon some bodies here. The Lord has spoken once, twice have I heard. That power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Any other power operating in any life here, contrary to the power of God, creating limitations, creating hindrances. Power hear the word of the Lord. There is only one power. The Bible says the Lord has spoken once, twice have I heard that power belongs to God. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and he has given him a name that is above every name that are the mention of the name of Jesus every name should bow of things in heaven of things on earth of things under the earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord it does not matter the root and the origin of the problem in the name of Jesus powers bow long term issues have been settled right now Families have been rescued from the chains of darkness. In the name of Jesus. For many under the sound of my voice, this is going to be a miracle week for you. There is a river in your desert. All of a sudden, you are laughing. You are rejoicing. 
because mercy is speaking for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Your turning point has come. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. All kinds of blood diseases are being healed right now. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Roski Mahandele Bakashi Lamandele Bosalamas. Likosia Andele Bakatosa Ande Parushto Lobos. Retisco Maande Karishto Lobos. There is a woman listening to me. It looks like insanity. That's what is coming to your mind. You are losing your mind gradually. And it's beginning to become obvious. You just don't know at times what is going on. Now this is different from forgetting something. This is like Satan trying to play a script of madness. You, are, you, you just, you are beginning to see that you are losing it. Now I command that evil spirit responsible for that. That assault of hell. In the name of Jesus Christ. As this word goes forth, you will regain your sanity back perfectly. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It shall come to pass that the body shall be lifted up thy shoulder. And the yoke shall be broken from thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit, there is no yoke that has walked here with any life into this place that goes back. Yokes, your time has come. In the name of Jesus, you are broken. This is the acceptable year of the Lord. His people are free. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to your name, Father. Somebody give God praise. verses up and let's uh, listen the beginning of what's in this conversation or let's start from verse 3 let's start from verse 3 for I was my father's son tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother now this is Solomon talking he was the only one Beersheba gave battle for David and I don't know whether she had a boy for Uriah before David killed him <laughs> and he said I was my father's son Tender and only beloved in the sight of my mom. Verse 4. He taught me. My father taught me. Taught me also and said, Let your heart retain my work. Keep my commandments and leave. Verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither declare from the words of my mouth. Forsake her. She, forsake her not. She shall preserve thee. Love her. Now, he's using a female personality for wisdom. She will keep you. Now, verse 7. Bible says wisdom. So, in other words, these were the words that David said to Solomon. No wonder he had to be the one to be crowned king. There was no record that David said this to Adonijah. Or maybe he said it to all of them. Only Solomon embraced those words. He said, my father taught me. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. He said, go for understanding. Go for wisdom. You can have your seats. 
So I explained for service. I like coming down. I like coming to the lower part here. <laughs> I don't come down. <laughs> I was in the elevator not to like go <laughs> The white guy asked me, are you going down? I said, no. <laughs> I'm going downstairs. <laughs> I'm not going down. Death and life and the power of the world. Never give Satan any raw material to work with against you. See, I'm going down. He will tell your guiding angel, did you hear him? He said he's going down. So let him go down. We don't go down. We go downstairs. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now somebody said, get away. What's the difference? That's your headache. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? <laughs> Glory to God. David taught Solomon. Now, when we read 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6, he said, We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, which is the word mature. He said, Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, not in an esoteric language. That's the, what, the word that is there. Now, but we are looking at the word. In that verse, three kinds of wisdom are identified. Wisdom of this world. Wisdom of the princes of this world. Then wisdom of God. Solomon said, there is a wisdom we speak. One. Our own wisdom. He said it is different from the wisdom of this world. There is nothing wrong with the wisdom of this world. Now, but we are not talking about wisdom in this message. Uh, we break it down into series. Overall theme is the spirit of wisdom. Because I want to show you that wisdom is in dimensions. And we started first service um, in First King chapter 2 verses 6 and verse, verse 6 and verse 9. Those two verses, David said to Solomon when he was about to die, I know you are a wise man. Why? He had taught Solomon certain precepts that will make Solomon wise. And David said to Solomon that, I know you are a wise man. So help me take care of Joab and help me take care of Shemin. I don't want those two guys to die peacefully. I said they did me much evil. And he said, I know you are a wise man and you know, verse now, you know what to do. In other words, even David recognized the fact that there was a measure of wisdom in Solomon. Guess what? That measure was what was responsible for him being able to make the right request in the place of prayer. If he was not a wise man, he would have asked for riches. If he was not a wise man, he would have asked for long life or the life of his enemy. So David had taught Solomon along the line that wisdom is the most important thing. So Solomon understood. Now, here is how it works. When you are a man of wisdom, you will always seek for more wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in the same 1st King chapter 4, let's move to verse 25 and 26. 1st King 4. I want to show you something. I said there are dimensions in wisdom. There is in God, there is wisdom. There is wisdom you learn or you receive by listening to the word of God. The Bible said, Thou hast known the only scriptures which are able to make thee wise. There is a wisdom. We are going to look at all these things one after the other, but not today. There is a wisdom. This does, I, 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 I'm just introducing the message. There is a wisdom from the world. Now, the Bible says, Honor your father and your mother. When you do so, there is a measure of wisdom that goes with you 
when you live according to the word of God, called the word of God itself, when Moses gave them the law, he said, this is your wisdom. But that is not the spirit of wisdom that we are talking about. I will show you the difference in a while. Are you following me? So when something gets to the dimension of spirits, 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 just like you have faith, you can receive faith from the word of God. The more you listen to word of faith comes by hearing, but there is what is called spirit of faith. Spirit of faith lives out of you without you thinking. There is a level that can cross through that others might not cross through. Are you following me? Now, first uh, King four, first King four. Please give me first King four verse twenty six, or maybe from twenty three or so. First King chapter four. Let's read. And Solomon had forty. I want to say where the Bible talks about it was wiser than all men. What verse is that? I know it's between 23 and 27, somewhere there, there, maybe 20. Is it 27? 31. Give me 31. Thank you. First, verse 31. Now, let's go to 31st. And Solomon's wisdom. Now, this was after encounter with God. Except when you say something, except you are comparing two things. The wisdom of the children of the East. That is a level. Aye. We are going to talk about these things. Have you thought about internet? Wisdom of men is powerful. Ah. Wisdom of men is powerful. If there is any area Christians should put attention, media. Media can destroy the world. The whole world we buy into any narrative they paint. That's the truth. If media suddenly decides to take seriously like malaria the way they take COVID, most countries will, will, will be free of malaria. But you see, it affects us and it doesn't affect other nations. So it's none of their business in that sense. And malaria kills more, far more. And now when COVID is over, it's beginning to go back and receiving vaccination and the rest. Malaria will continue to kill and nobody will talk about it. You need to understand the power of media. They can make a bad man look like a good man and make a good man look like a bad man. Now, I... <laughs> but oh, There is the wisdom of this world. So the Bible says it was wise and all the children of the east. So even the Bible, first of all, there is a recognition here that the children of the east have their wisdom. It's not talking about brethren from Igbo land. It's <laughs> not that, that part of Nigeria. It's not talking about East. East represents, we talk about that. I might connect this to China one day, but that's what the Bible is saying. Now, number two, he said, and all the wisdom of Egypt, that one is a supernatural wisdom. Moses threw down his rod. The wise men did the same thing, the magicians. There is a reason why up till now sorcerers call their magicians wise men. Because their wisdom is superior to the wisdom of man. I grew up in Abeokuta where we used to see people with my eyes I've seen people practice jazz. Supposed to be coming to school and they will be doing mass prayer. You will see somebody suspended in the air. 
There is no Harvard education that can explain that. That is why it's superior to the wisdom of man. And I can say for service, if an arrow is fired into somebody, there is no microscope that can see it. Demons are not visible to microscope. So even in the Asian Yorubas and Igbos, when they, they will go and see native doctor, this one wise one, what do we do? Because they recognize that those men understood more than what a normal man. Because beyond the physical realm, where physical realm stops is where spiritual realm begins. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. They used to practice magic before our face and all those masquerade. They would throw down a towel, stand, stand on it and disappear. Right before of in the marketplace. And it would reappear some meters later. And then they would take an object. One day one turned himself to a tuba of yam. And there was another one with stronger jazz who just did the finger like this. That would never be able to turn back to man. Until they came to beg him and give him money. The guy remained in yam. How do you... Which end... <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so the Bible says, How do you explain somebody just did this with their rod and it became serpents? But thank God, the rod of Moses swallowed all their rods. God beginning to prove that the wisdom of Egypt is still inferior. So the Bible says, As soon as Solomon had an encounter with God, the Bible, I, I love the Bible. Very clear on the fact that there, are, there is a group called Children of the East. That's a level of wisdom. Another group called Egyptians, another level of wisdom. He said, but Solomon was beyond all of them. Ordinary wisdom might not be able to tackle these people. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that was what Paul made Paul to say that we speak wisdom, not of this world, not of the priests of this world. Place that a man can go beyond with ordinary wisdom, but ordinary wisdom can produce mighty inventions on that aeroplane, a lot of things I will see, but that is still at a level. Are you with me? Yeah, the wisdom of this world and the wisdom, but I want to show you something. Don't worry if I'm taking them in places, I just want to show you, you know. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 34. Deuteronomy 34. We start from 1. I think we are going to 6. Are you following me? Hallelujah. What Solomon received, no, I'm okay, I'm fine. What Solomon received from God was not just wisdom, spirit of wisdom. And then we focus, which I will end with for this session. Moses went on, go to verse 3. You know, the Lord showed him that Moses was about to die. I told you before Elijah that Moses died. Moses had an encounter with God. His face started shining. The life of God that was in Moses was too much for a man. That was why God himself buried him because they were going to be worshipping his body. And the body had contracted some spiritual dimensions of grace. So God did not allow anybody to know the place of... Even Archangel Michael was going to take that body maybe to heaven because later Moses appeared to Jesus Christ so probably of course in the spirit but probably the body also did not decay and Satan also came for, what, what was Satan trying to do with the body maybe he felt that there was a, a, a kind of power deposited in Moses' body 
by the virtue of mingling with God face to face for 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain. When he came down, the shining was so much. People covered their eyes. And Satan said, when that guy dies, I need that body. And the day Satan came, Michael showed up. And Michael said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Because Michael couldn't face Satan at that time. Because Jesus was here to go to the cross. Satan was in charge of Adamic power. Adamic power is superior to angelic power. Many people don't know in the scheme of things is God first, man second. Angels were never created in God's image, only man. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now Psalm 82 or Psalm 8. Who are thou? What is man that thou art created? Thou hast made him a little lower than the angel. King James put angel there. If you have Hebrew Greek Bible, Elohim is Elohim is not a name for angel. Thou hast made him a little lower than Elohim. When King James saw it, how can a psalmist, how can the psalmist say God has made man a little lower than man, a little lower than God? So he changed the word God to angel. Because that was what he thought. But thank God for Hebrew Greek Bible. It's as it is in Hebrew. That has made him a little lower. After God, man is next. Man, man. This thing called man. Animals don't frustrate God's plan on that. Only man can. One fruit, man destroyed everything. Man. The Bible says go into the world and preach. Man can make a legislation that no preaching here and it ends all preaching. Man. That's why Satan and God struggle over man. Because man is loaded. He is the one this art is committed to. So he is the God of this world. Satan became the God of this world because Adam submitted that title to him. So Michael said, the Lord rebuke you. In other words, your time has not come. But somebody is coming to die as a man. When that time comes, I will change you. That's why if you read the book of Revelation, the same Michael is going to take Satan. The Bible said they appeared a mighty angel from him with the name not old. He grabbed the serpent and threw him into bottomless pit. He bind, bound the guy inside. Just one angel. Because now, the blood has been shed. <laughs> His days are numbered. Hallelujah. His list will soon expire here. And then we know the original landlord. Glory to God. Are you following me? Now let keep it to that Romans 34. I will stop here. I'll just go back to that story of Solomon and encounter with God. Exactly what Solomon asked as a request. So, verse 5. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab. When Moses got to the top of the mountain, God said that nobody can kill you. Oh, why are you changing it? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he said, So. This is how you are going to die. God told Moses that go and climb the mountain. Look at the promised land. Look at it very well. When you finally look at it, say, Lord, I have seen everywhere. He said, Have you seen it? He said, Yes, Lord. Lord, said, okay, it's time for you to die. Moses said, Yes, sir. He said, are you ready? He said, You are ready. He said, I'm ready. Then God said, Die. <laughs> then Moses said, I die. <laughs> that, 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 that was how. <laughs> have you seen that in Africa? That sounds like Nollywood. <laughs> Or oh, Indian film. That, that, that was how Moses died. Amen. Now, so Moses died. No, I'm serious. Look, look at it. How did he die? Moses died according to the word of the Lord. So God just said to him, Die. And he said, Yes, Lord, I now die. Then he died. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a way to die. But this is where I'm going. Now, look at this. They buried him. No man knoweth it till today. 
the eve there is God. God buried himself. Then years later, Satan and Michael came for the body. Verse 7. Now, look at this. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim. I, oh Lord, do this in us. Nor his natural force. At 120 was he climbing mountain and staying 40 days without food. There was an anointing that sustained him. Verse 8. I want to wear the Bible say now, Joshua the son of Nun. That's where I'm going. Now, verse 9. Look at this. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. Why? What I want to show you and stop this morning is, there is wisdom for every Christian. But there is the spirit of wisdom. If you go for it, was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses. This never entered Joshua. Even though the Bible says meditating on the law will give them wisdom. Joshua did it. He did it so much that he was one of the only two that never doubted God. But that still did not give him spirit of wisdom. I get what I'm saying. One day Moses came and put his hand on him. Something entered Joshua. And the Bible says he was full of the spirit of wisdom. Solomon was wise. He made some right decisions. But that night there was an encounter with God. Another dimension called spirit of wisdom entered into him and everything changed. You've read about Exodus 35, Bezalel and all these guys. God said, I have filled them with the spirit of God in ability to do art, to do artwork, to paint, to design. When it gets to spirit dimension, you have no match. Hey. You see, we will get there maybe next week. One of the chapters without the, in the Bible that you don't know exactly who wrote it, they were talking chapters before and they were talking chapter after. That was Job. In 28, I believe, because Job, the book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible. Forget arrangement. Job was before Genesis. It's the oldest book in the Bible according to theologians. Now, Job 28 said something very strange. No introduction into the chapter because wisdom is not a thing. Wisdom is a person. This is where we start from. It's a person that has the ability to possess a man. Now, Job 28 here. Because this is something very deep that we are beginning to touch on. Men and brethren, you look at things. Aya, Kasum Rodishka. In Solomon's request, keep it at Job 28, just hold it there. In, Sol in, in Solomon's prayer, he said, Lord, help me to, he said, help me, give me an understanding act. In that first King chapter 3. So that I can know the difference between good and bad. And I told her that is not an ordinary prayer. In life, decisions are made. Most of them you will not hear the voice of God. But supernatural wisdom will guide you. I talked about inner light last week. Decisions are made. Shortly after he had an encounter with God, this is the kind of thing that Solomon prayed about. Two women showed up. How do you decide? How do you adjudicate over that kind of matter? Number one, they were prostitutes. That were prostitutes does not mean you should not give them justice. But then one, they both gave her the same day, living the same place. One slept over the baby and the baby died. And in the night, changed the baby. Now the baby were identical. The babies were identical. And they came to Solomon. That was why he said, Lord, help me. What Solomon was asking for, he said, give me ability to discern judgments. 
one of the best gifts that can be given to a mortal man. So the children of Isaac were given understanding of times and season. Judgment, judgment, judgment. Error in judgment can make people lose what they are labored for overnight. David became king, exalted by God. One wrong judgment. The kings were going to battle and he decided to stay at home. He had Nathan, the prophet who could hear God. David himself was a prophet who could hear God. Why that error that day? That was the day he saw Bathsheba and that was the day Saul entered his family. One wrong judgment. One wrong judgment. One wrong interpretation of matter. One wrong judgment. One wrong judgment. If you are married there, I pray for all your husbands and not wives. May your husband not make a wrong decision. Just one wrong decision. They were selling bread. There was bread in Moab and there was hunger in Bethlehem. The husband of Ruth or of Naomi took his two sons and his wife Naomi and they went to Bethlehem. The man died. His firstborn died. His secondborn died. The wife was left alone. Error of judgment. Solomon saw all these things. He knelt down before God. His father said he was a wise man, but he said, that, Lord, the wisdom I have is not enough. I need understanding to be able to judge. Judge. The power of God came upon Samson. Of all women on the face of the earth, it was Delilah. Error of judgment. I was preaching somewhere. The man that came to share a testimony that God was beginning to restore him. Before I came up, the man said that he was trying to start a bank. He lost 20 billion naira. 20 billion. He nearly died. When he came to give a testimony that gradually maybe he had been able to recover 2 billion back. Error of judgment. Error of judgment. Error of judgment. Error of judgment. Somebody called me a while ago, maybe owing up to about 580 million. This forest, and he had helped a lot of people. He just decided to do one more with a particular person and everything he had labored for. When Solomon nailed that, as soon as God, he had an encounter with God, the first case, how do you judge this kind of case? And this woman said, She's my, this living one is my child. This one is my child. And they were both arguing. And immediately something rose from inside him. He said, Bring sword. He didn't even tell the sword man that it's just a joke. He says, since they are fighting over the living child, divide to two. And the woman that was not the real mother said, Yes! The child will neither be mine nor hers. And Solomon said, ah, Auntie, <laughs> it is obvious. No woman who has given birth will work. Because the other one was crying, You know what? Don't divide the child. Give her. She must have been operating by what happened to Moses. Moses was raised by Egyptian princess. But when time comes, a child will know his mother. That was how that woman just said, Give her. If I'm the one that gave her to her, somehow she cried, Don't cut my child. That one I said, No, let him. Solomon said, that. You can't be a mother and ask that a child to be deep. So, definitely. And the Bible said, The old Israel heard. We are going to talk, get to a point where exactly what the Bible says in now, now, before we read Job. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Ah. Ah. <laughs> we are going to get to Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 9. Wisdom started speaking as a person. He said, Length of days are with me. He said, Durable riches. He said, My fruit is better than gold. Now look at this Job 20. I will stop here. Look at the introduction. No introduction. Surely, everybody pay attention. There is a vein for gold. For, for the silver and a place for gold where they find it. Iron is taken out of the earth and brass molten out of the stone. It still doesn't make sense. 
is certain an end to darkness. You need to talk about somebody. He is certain and searcheth out all perfection. The stones of darkness, the shadow of death. The flood breaketh out from the inhabitants, even the waters forgotten of the food. They dried up. They have, as for the earth, out of it come a bread, under it as it turned up with fire. The stone of it at the place of sapphire, and it had dust of gold. There is a path. Now it's talking. There is a path which no fowl knoweth. No matter how much they fly around. Which vultures' eyes have not seen. Lion's web have not trodden it, nor first lion passed by it. He put forth his hand upon the rock. When he sees rock, he overturns mountain by the roots. Mountain is not a problem for him. He overturned. He. He cut down rivers from the rock. When he sees rock, he can bring water out of it. His eyes see it every precious thing. Verse 11. He binded the flood from overflowing. And the thing that is in, he bring forth to light. What are the matters of Allah that are hid? But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Verse 13. Man knoweth not the price. That is found in the land of living. The depth saith, it is not in me. This is not what you learn in school. The sea saith that it is not with me. It cannot be gotten for gold. So Harvard can match it. Neither shall silver be weighed for price thereof. It cannot be valued with the gold of offering. With the precious onyx. Or with sapphire. The gold and the crystal cannot equal. The exchange of it shall not be mentioned for jewels of fine gold. No man shall be made of coral or pearls or price of wisdom. is above rubies. The topaz, next verse, 20. Whence then cometh wisdom? Where is the place of understanding? Seeing it is high from the living and kept close from the fowls of the air. Destruction and death say, this is where I want to stop. We have heard the fame thereof with our ears. Death and destruction said that we know that guy. It's no match for us. We know him. And Job didn't tell us who said this. Did he hear it from God somewhere? Because himself was just saying, there is a path, no foul, no ends. He said, the sea said that, ah, we have no idea, there is not in us. He said, there is no gold I can buy it. He said, death and destruction said, we know that guy, we've heard about him. Where is wisdom? Of course, he's not talking about wisdom from books. That one is found in the land of living. There is a supernatural wisdom. There is the spirit of wisdom that possesses a man. You don't premeditate. You don't think ahead of time. The matter happens. It rises. The way witchcraft rises in the witch. No, this is Africa. That's the closest example I can give. <laughs> so, it rises from within without you premeditating. You are in the market. You look and you just see what others are not. You cannot explain it. They say that this is the way. Spirit of wisdom. They have all talked at the board meeting. And you just say something like, how come none of us saw that before? Spirit of wisdom. Don't divide the baby again. Give the baby spirit of wisdom. And once it possesses you, wealth will be running after you. All of a sudden, silver became nothing in Israel. In the time of Saul, they had no enough silver. They were looking for silver. Time of Solomon, they were dropping silver on the ground. People were working on it. Wisdom multiplies wealth. All of a sudden, you would think there was a man that spoke of how he had an encounter with spirit of wisdom, and he spoke later of the father. One day, he nailed down his room and he said, "Lord, forgive me. I am too rich." 
Say because the way some people were talking, he started feeling guilty that am I doing something wrong? Why do I have too much money? And the Lord showed him from the Bible that no, everyone that had an encounter with him, including Abraham, I made them wealthy. You know, it's not good to be poor. You might not be a billionaire, but it's not good to be poor. Ah, I will never forget when I read that. I first heard it from a pastor and then I read it myself. When the rich man was in hell, he lifted up his eyes. He saw Lazarus, the beggar of his house, sitting down at Abraham's bosom. Lazarus sat down, maybe on Abraham's leg. Abraham was a place in the spirit. So, so let somebody not take me up on that. But let's just say, Lazarus just sat down there. And the rich man said, hey, Papa Abraham, I'm dying there. I just need a little water. Send Lazarus. Even in hell, he was still seeing him as a poor man. The poor man used to send on and then when he was on that. Why did he say, Papa Abraham, come? His mouth no take him. Why? Abraham was a big man here. Yeah? He's still a big man there. Be a big man. Poverty doesn't fit anybody. Can you imagine? He said, send Lazarus. How was I be like, sorry, you are very stupid. Yes, I was your boy. I was poor now, sitting at your gate. Can't you see me now? But you said the guy spoke by, you understand? He was still seen. <laughs> it's like when your grandparents, when they see you, they, they still think the same you 20 years ago. You understand? Many times it's very difficult for parents to accept that children are going up every day. That's why it's good for you to leave your house. Not that you find that the pastor says, yeah, I'm like, if I say, school, stay. Don't go anywhere. If I listen to me, say, they say we should leave. But you see, at a point, you have to leave. Jesus returned. Where I showed you first time, he said, Where did this man get his wisdom? He was 32 then or there about. He died about 33. They were shocked at the level of wisdom. Come out of your father's house. It's an instruction. That's about to say, For this cause, a man shall leave his father and his mother. Twelve children. Others stay at home. Joseph went out. Who did they bow to later? Two children. Esau stayed at home. Jacob traveled. Who became the. Just check your Bible. Even Abraham, that was the only one, God told him to leave. Abraham became a big shot after he left. God said, Leave your father's house. You must leave. You must leave. That's why I can't support a woman marrying a man. I don't run anybody's like this family. You know me very well. I don't even tell people, tell me the pastor, I don't mind this. What do you think? I don't think anything about it. You are the one that will live in the house. So think yourself and pray. We are not free in this church. But I usually have an objection when you are taking a woman to your father's house. Why haven't you moved out? Some of these people call them ancestral spirit. They might be real in some cases, but in some other cases, there is no spirit. It's just that you have violated a divinely laid down pattern. If your father has 30 bedroom mansion, and all you can afford is just a mini flat with your wife, move, move, move. That separation has to be. Go visit your father, honor them, love them, but don't live in that house. For this cause shall a man. So, woman, before you say yes to a man, look at it as if with that cause. If he has not done that cause, he has not gone to that university. For this cause shall a man. Ask that you, which cause? Say, I study medicine. Yes, but what about the other cause? Have you left your father and your mother before? You must be the head of a new family. Even in Lion Kingdom, they run away to go and form another colony or whatever. How can you stay? And you bring a woman to come and live in the family. Number one, you expose her to unnecessary and then the mommy comes home one day. I was coming from the market. She didn't come and collect my load. See, 
I want to say to November is our family month. Men that are here, protect your wife. I've said this many times before. You don't deny your parents, you love them as a boy. You can't, you yourself, you know. If you have a mother that's overbearing, you know. And your duty as a man is to be sure that there is separation. When a man, when a woman and a mother are fighting, it's the man I will blame. And you know when you have a wife that is also volatile. Why are you allowing the two of them to meet? See, when your mother-in-law is very aggressive and your wife is aggressive, your house will explode. If you don't have wisdom. If she's a choleric, <laughs> you, you stand between them. You love mommy, you love her, you make sure that they don't, they don't, if you go and visit mommy with her, make it short. Mommy, we love you. <laughs> Give the gift. Just, just be sure that they don't fight. So when they say, hey, she wants me to choose between her and my mom, that shouldn't exist. Where a man is operating by wisdom, it shouldn't happen. It should not happen. You live with a friend, you will fight one day. Am I right? Even with your best friend, you rent an apartment, you might make your fight a cold war. Not the shouting type. But you cannot say that you live with a friend for one year and that there won't be something that you might not like. You might not talk about it. The same way, when you bring mommy and it's a small house, mommy is a wife, is, that is why things that shouldn't happen. She came in, I was cooking, she did not help me. See, if you were in UK, that would not happen. And mommy was here. That would not happen. All those unnecessary things said to just make sure they don't happen. Mommy, you know what? If you need me to come and greet you every week, I will come. But if we live together, mommy, I love you too much. I cannot afford to start seeing you and my wife fighting. Because when a woman comes to your house, she wants to control the kitchen. Now, when you have a mother that has a strong personality, she's still seeing you as if you are the only boy, the savior of the family. Mommy prayed, prayed, prayed for years before she had you. And now you are an answer to her prayer. You have to let mommy know. I was an answer. <laughs> At least, you've enjoyed me for years. Because somehow, some mom finds it, they, they find it very difficult to let go of their boy. They, so you are still the boy. They still want to help in all decisions. And your wife said that you should not relocate. Me, I think she will relocate. And when you tell a woman that you and your wife, you woke up in the morning, you pray about something, you took a shower together, only for you to come back from mommy's house. And only I want to talk to you. See what we said yesterday. I think we should not do it that way again. Mommy, and, and in your, let me not use the word. I don't want, what came to my mind, you might not like it. So, so let's, let's not say in your, let's just say in your, in your funny nature. You even mentioned that because I met mommy on my way from work. And mommy said that's not a good idea. A, a good man will just be looking at you. She'll be like, oh Lord, didn't I make a mistake this way? Let's rise. You'll say, women love you when you talk that way. Because you are protecting them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed? Hope nobody is offended. You know, anytime I teach on marriage, some men will send me a message. Are you now saying, men are there to but we watch you online and you say, so one guy told me what they say, is, I see you always support women. So who should I support? See. <laughs> women already carry so many, so much, so many loads. She will carry your child. She's going to bear your name forever. She lives in your house. Don't add to their body. 
That's what I do. Don't add to their body. She's in the kitchen. Why we are watching Premiership? You know, they are concerned. Anything happens in school, they are the ones the child will call her. They already have many bodies. Don't add to their body. When you do and the home is affected, it will affect your children, affect everything. Say, man should be a free person. That's why I advocate. Man should forgive more in marriage. What can they do? Number one, even if your wife is very troublesome, it's not likely, of course, there are some extra crazy women, but it's not likely that a woman will wake up on Sunday and say, you are not going to church. Say that to her husband. She might say she's not following you, but a man can say you are not going to church. See, they are, you, you already have too many advantages. So be free. Be free. You want to respond to everything your wife is saying. When they start nagging, they look for words to say. It doesn't mean they really mean it. Your wife can insult you, not because she wants to. She just wants to get your attention and say, I'm angry and I want you to know. Learn to let it go. But you'll be at the, she now said, as well, you, are, you are reporting like a woman. Six minutes after five, she said. Then 13 minutes after seven, she said. Then cut her to nine, she said. And you give a detailed account of what is wrong with you. She now said this. After that, she now said this. After that, she now said this. Summarize everything she has said. Try and understand her pain. Some men are still angry. <laughs> you don't know my wife. Ah! It's true, I don't know her, but I know the Bible. Of course, I'm not giving women liberty to misbehave and make life. It takes two, honestly, to build a home. It's not only on the man. But I'm just saying that men, you already have an advantage. You are the leader. You are the owner of the family name. Everything is on your side. You have to understand. On that day of the marriage of your children, they don't say who gives this one. It's, it's not the mother that will come and give the child to a man. It's you that will give the girl. Look at all the advantages. You should let that guy do to always be peaceful. There's no, no cause for agitation. Yeah, it's true. Glory to God. Oh my God. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Is someone blessed today? Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.